This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. It's Motivational Monday on Enterprise and a very interesting topic today uh, on this thing called feedback. So why do people generally find it so hard to receive and give feedback with grace? Or never mind grace, some people just find it hard to receive or give feedback period. Uh, Feedback is a word that makes many people uncomfortable, especially in our Asian society. Uh, In many Asian communities, people are reluctant to give feedback for fear it will cause loss of face to the other party. They also see receiving feedback as a sign of having failed in some way. So what is the value in feedback? Why is it so important to us as individuals? And how can organizations benefit from a healthy feedback culture? So joining us to discuss these issues today is Human Equation founder Sheila Singham, uh, who is usually with us actually always with us on the last Monday of every month. Uh, welcome back, Sheila. Happy Chinese New Year. Same to you. You're wearing a lovely red dress. <laughs> yeah, and keeping with the season. <laughs> okay, here's this. Here's, here's the first question. What is the difference between the word feedback and criticism? Mm. Yes. Well, don't you think, Frida, that criticism has more negative connotations? Obviously. When you hear the word criticism, immediately what comes to mind is, you know, judgment, you know, and then something that's accusatory. And um, and usually uh, criticism tends to over-exaggerate, you know, mm. over-generalize the added situation. Salt, salt and... Ah, uh, <laughs> you, you just go and say to people, like, you're always like that. Like, you're, you know, you're, you're, you've got no interest in your work. You make these blanket statements with people. And then you always, words like always right. or never, so very generalized. It, it, it becomes very focused on the person and not the behavior. Yes, correct. Person's character and attitude and all that. So it usually leaves the person feeling very uh, angry and demoralized. And, and after that, they, they come away from that without actually taking anything positive or constructive from that. On the other hand, feedback is very has positive connotations. You know, mm. it's not threatening mm. and it's about building up. It's about correcting a person's behavior that that might be wanting. At the same time, it can also be positive as when you give positive feedback to someone who's done a good job. So feedback tends to be more precise and feedback tends to focus on the way ahead what needs to be done rather than, you know, sort of digging up the past and, and, and just going on with the past and everything. Whereas feedback, like next steps. Yeah. So I say feedback is the, the people who use feedback are like architects. They're building the future. The people who use criticism are like archaeologists are digging up the past. <laughs> okay. I like that. Architects and archaeologists. <laughs> right. Okay. So what are some reasons people find it hard to give feedback? I think one of the premier reasons is fear. Mm. Okay. Now, on a personal level, in our society, <coughs> feedback's never encouraged. Okay. It's very paternalistic, our society. So when you're told something, you're just supposed to listen and keep quiet. You remember that father that tells you something and don't answer back. Ah, cannot answer back. Mm. And then that's carried on in our schools and our government schools and all that. And we have heard, seen on yeah. Facebook and all that instances of teachers really punishing uh, beyond uh, what is uh, beyond reason students who like just question something. For, ah, yeah. ask a question like, oh, but teacher, that's wrong. And then, mm. pop, one tight slap. You know? So that kind of <laughs> thing really puts fear into you, right? 
right? So, um, and so it becomes ingrained lah when you go to workplace. So you just mm. follow that culture, right? Yeah. And many companies like you see family uh, companies and all that. That kind of hierarchy and all that is is instilled. People, the, the the bosses love that kind of thing. So you're not encouraged to give feedback, right? Mm. And then on a personal level also, you are afraid to give feedback because, first of all, you don't know how it's going to be received. Mm. So I come to you and say, you know, um, can I just give you some feedback? And then some people who can't take the feedback, they take umbrage and then they get their backs up and then they scold you. Uh, you know, who gives you the right to come and give me feedback? And they get angry, they get defensive, they can get abusive. And then they can sort of walk away and say, you know what? I don't need a friend like you. They're not seeing mm. the feedback in the right context, right? Mm. So on a personal level, the, the fact that you might lose a friend mm. by giving feedback, okay? Now, uh, if I have a friend whom, who I give them feedback and then they walk away from me, then I'll, I'll just say, well, well and good line. You know, if, mm. if friends actually, um, the, uh, 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 a feed, feedback given by a friend is much better than sweet words from an enemy, I think. Right. Don't you think you, you so? Know, but also at the same time, right? I, I, this is a thing as well. Like, you know, uh, do I give feedback if they're not asking? As in a friend context, uh. right? In a friend context. Um, if they didn't ask for my feedback, huh. I don't usually, right? And it's fear. It's fear because I might lose the friendship, right? Okay. Um, unless they ask for my opinion, then I will only give my feedback. I think it also depends on the context because if I feel that someone is really ruining their lives, mm. ruining their reputation, I would just say, I love you very much. Okay. I really care about where you're going in your life. And if you don't mind, I, I mean, if you are open... Can I give you some feedback? If they say, do one, then keep quiet. Lah. Right. But if they say, yeah, what is it? And say, I mean it out of love. Yeah. And you have to give the feedback in a very gracious and gentle and elegant manner. Lah, mm. You know, mm. without critiquing the person's personality, the person's values, the person's beliefs. You don't touch on those. Mm. Just touch on the behavior. Mm. You know? And I, I, I guess like where you're coming from, so I love you very much. So you, 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 you're saying that I'm coming from the point of caring and yes. love um, and whether they want it or not then that's different but uh. they understand your intention yeah. was was good right yeah. speaking about feedback in the in the corporate context right a lot of us are, are scared to give feedback at the workplace because number one we feel that it may be not our business if you see something happening in another department that's wrong for example we feel like oh better not better keep quiet lah because you know I don't want to trade on someone's toes because everyone's so territorial right mm. number two it's also because if you're scared to give feedback upwards because if it's constructive feedback or you're pointing out something that's wrong people are scared of being penalised I hear this all the time Frida when I go do training and I'm giving people feedback models and say no you have to give feedback they'll say no lah after we get penalised we get put in cold storage um, you know we will be our bonus will be cut we will not be promoted so there's always that fear, which is very, very sad, which just basically means that the place they're working for doesn't have an open and transparent feedback culture. All right. And, and what about the reasons people you know, like don't receive feedback well? Hmm. Uh, I think one of the things is, um, first, you're insecure. It's very hard to hear negative things about yourself. You know, we, we, we all have a sense of pride in ourselves and what we achieve. And, and many of us have a really rosy picture of who we are mm. so when someone comes and gives you a feedback it's as if you found wanting mm. right you feel like a failure a failure in some way I'm not perfect but I always tell people that the basis for receiving feedback is 
don't look at it as failure. In NLP, we have a presupposition. It says there is no failure, only feedback. Hmm. So every feedback that's given to you, always tell people, look for the grain of truth. Hmm. Feedback, if you listen to feedback, if you take feedback seriously, you're only going to improve. You're only going to enhance your skills and you know your your um, behavior to be able to perform better, for example, or do things in a better way, you know, so to give yourself a better future, better relationships and mm. things like that. Okay, and you're saying the grain of truth. There's some people who just wants to pull you down as well. Ah. So uh, you, then, then, you know, you've got to realize that is there any truth in this? Sometimes you also analyze the feedback, whether it is... Uh, from a good place or not. Mm. It's true. Now, when people come to you and say things and do things, uh, they're always doing it with a positive intention for themselves. Mm. So sometimes they can come and give you feedback in a nasty way. Maybe it's making me feel better, la, superior mm. or something. Mm. So you just have to step back and say, what's this person's intention? And yeah. if you have any doubts about the feedback, go and check with other people. Am I really like that? Do mm. I really do that? And then if you got like... Five people saying, no, actually you do since you asked. Okay. And then you know that you need to work on it. Lah. So I always tell people, you know, sometimes people throw a clod of mud at your face. Huh? Mm. Look for the grain of truth. Mm. Take that grain of truth and act on it. Discard the mud. Lah. Mm. Don't sit and wallow in the mud and feel angry and upset and mm. take it personally and all that. You know? okay. mm. um, so how can we receive feedback with grace and uh, gratitude? We'll discuss that in just a moment. Sheila Singham from Human Equation here with us on Enterprise. Stay tuned. Be BFM 89.9 Be faithful, men. BFM 89.9 Good morning, this is Frida Liu. If you've just joined us, it's Motivational Monday. It's Raise Game. Of course, uh, this is Enterprise. Uh, Sheila Sinker from Human Equation here every last Monday of the month uh, in our Tools of Transformation series. And today is about giving feedback. And we're talking about you know, earlier on how we always have this issue with feedback because we associate it with the word criticism. Now, how can we then receive feedback with grace and gratitude? First, I think you need to have an aura of approachability. You need to, your whole facial expression, <laughs> body language all needs to be like, okay, I'm ready to listen. Mm. The minute you have that defensive look on your face, uh, people are scared already. They might yeah. not give you the real gist of the feedback. Yeah. You know what I mean? They mm. might just hold back uh, mm. so you won't get it. Now, the thing is to listen. Now, very often when people give you feedback, you tend to want to interrupt. But, but, but there were extenuating circumstances for why I did that. You know what I mean? So, uh, in, especially we do that in, in a home contact with family and friends, mm. you know. So, I remember an occasion where my daughter came to me and said, can I give you some feedback? And then she said, you know, you're always planning things for us when they were younger. You're always planning things for us and without asking us. And you as a parent assume that children just have to do what you tell them. Yeah. So I was a bit defensive, but you're my child, you have to do this. She said, yeah, but mom, we're also individuals. We got our own stuff. Doesn't mean we want to go and do everything that you want to do and want <laughs> us to do. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, thank you for that feedback. So that you know, actually changed the entire tone of our relationship because then I learned to respect them and their needs. And so um, how do you give feedback with Grace? you got to look at what is the intention. Now, I like to set very high standards for myself as a trainer, right? So there was this program I did and I thought everything was wonderful and I looked at the written feedback. It was all fantastic. And when I went to meet the client, I was training a, young, a bunch of very young, energetic people in an onboarding program. They came back and said to me, well, the feedback was they liked the program and they liked the depth of it and all that. But 
they maybe felt that you could have had a bit more activity. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, because I'm a bit old, as you know, yeah. huh? and all these like 20-something-year-olds and all, one energy and all that. So if, for a minute there, you will have a twinge of, mm. oh, God, really? You know, mm. what? how did I fail? But then put it aside and I was said, okay, we'll take that feedback. And then we went back and we put in like, you know, uh, activities that they, they could ener- get energized with throughout the program because that's what young people want. Yeah. And after that, the feedback we got was like, you know, it was like absolutely amazing. Everything was almost 100%. So if you take the feedback in a positive way and act upon it, if it is a sort of valid feedback, huh, you can only improve as a human being. You can only improve as an employee, as a professional. Mm. Okay? It's not just about listening to what your client wants. It's listening to what your internal customers want in the organization. It could be just as something as simple as, you know, why is it when people say hello to you, you don't respond, you just grunt, you know? Mm. Can you just say a hello as well? Yeah. And I've done that to people. Yeah. And after that, I get a, they, they make it up, hello, morning, Sheila. And I'm like, morning. And then it totally <laughs> brightens. Your face is so dark, right? Ah, and who wants to say hello, right? That's the, why. The cloud, has appeared, the cloud has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> so what you do is you listen carefully to the feedback and then you paraphrase. Lah. You ask the person, okay, so what you're saying is this, 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 this. is. Am I right? And then... You can also ask for examples. If you really don't understand what you did that was, that needs to be improved, ask for examples. Okay, so what did I do and what would you have me do instead? Mm. What's the expectation? Okay, so and, you know, and then what? Right? So you ask for that. And then, of course, as I said, look for the grain of truth. And if you have any doubt about the reliability of that feedback, if you think the person is just being personal and picking on you, Ask other people around. All right. Okay. Enough, right. Hmm. You know, and, and why is feed, uh, why is the feedback culture so important in organizations? And before you answer that, I mean, I was just saying, like, even with, with BFM, right, we always appreciate feedback. Uh, speaking of which, you can uh, tweet us <laughs> at BFM Radio or you can send us a WhatsApp at 018789 um, We We do take feedback uh, very seriously. And sometimes it's like, hey, sometimes it gets personal. Oh, I don't like this person. I don't like this person. You know, I mean, and, and, it, then it, we can't improve on that, yeah. right? I mean, if you can say, can the person, and you're right, with the solution or an example uh, of what it is, and then even a, a suggestion of how it can be better, right? Because we do take it very seriously. I mean, that's only to improve us. But when it's very, like, very, it feels very personal, we can't do anything about it. Yeah, but I also think that you sometimes organizations need to teach people how to give feedback. Mm. I actually do that in my trainings, in my communication trainings. I actually teach people how to receive and give feedback. Mm. Because giving receiving feedback, of course, you know, it, it takes time to yeah. as you grow into maturity to be able to take it. But giving feedback is so important. Because if you don't give feedback to people in the workplace, how do they know how they have performed? Right. Now statistics have shown that over forty percent of employees who obtain regular feedback will say that they're highly engaged at work. Mm. Doesn't matter whether it's positive or constructive. Now, over here in our, our country, you do something wrong straight away, you can now, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you do something absolutely right, not very often do people come and give you positive feedback. It's not in our nature. You know how as a child, people come to you, uh, you know, someone comes to you at home and tells your parents, wow, your daughter's so clever, I did so well. And then father says, hey, don't say in front of her, after her head very big, she won't study anymore. So, we don't know how to give feedback. We're not encouraged to give feedback. In this culture, right? you know, with all kinds of theories, the spirits will hear, and then after that, come and kena the child, you know, all this stuff, right? So, I think we need to teach people, first of all, how to give 
positive feedback mm. and appreciate others, mm. right? And you, you know, your point about in in organizations as well. I think like um, even like you know when you do your review and it's just once a year. Mm. You can't do much And you say Huh? I don't remember doing this Whereas Whether you can give it quarterly Or even daily or weekly Right? So like Something to act upon Immediately So they I guess Employees will know Whether they've got it right Day one And not just wait For three months down the road Or one year down the road Exactly You need to give feedback In a timely manner Because at all points Feedback is not To undermine the person mm. Should never be To undermine the person And see See You're not good enough mm. It should always be To say Say This behaviour is not measuring up to our expectations. This is what I expect you to do and giving you the opportunity to improve. So the purpose of feedback has to be to improve, to build. Whether it's positive. Now, if someone comes and gives you positive feedback about your something you did, surely you'll be inspired to do more of it, right? Mm. Or if someone comes and gives you constructive feedback that say, okay, that wasn't good enough, this is what you need to do, then surely you would want to you know, measure up to those expectations mm. because at the end of the day, you know that by doing that and of course, when you tell people um, you know, that they improve, there is something, and a pat on the back. You don't have to yeah. give them remuneration or anything, yeah. but a pat on the back. When you have made a mistake and then you've improved after that and never made the mistake, surely they deserve a pat on the back. Mm. We often forget. We think we give constructive feedback for you to improve and then when you have improved, we keep quiet. No, of course, you've got to say, no, I noticed like you really made an effort and you've done well and I'm really pleased with that. Good way to go with that. You've taken it very seriously. Mm. You know, so uh, organizations, uh, feedback culture is so important because it tells people how well they have done. Uh, what are the gaps between what they're doing and what they need to do, all right? And also, it's very energizing and motivating, and it's a key factor in productivity and performance. If you don't tell people how they've done, how do they know? You wait once a year and that at appraisal time, then you hunt them and everything they did mm. wrong, and tell them then why they have not um, going. They're not going to get that you know full bonus or get the promotion. How do you think the person's going to feel? It's going to be utterly demoralized. This mm. is why a lot of um, as we talked last last month, right? A lot of people leave. After the appraisal mm. You know It's not just to Collect the bonus and go It's also because They don't feel valued Appreciated mm. And they would all Turn around and say Well I did that Six months ago Or nine months ago Why didn't you tell me then So I could improve Why did you keep quiet And allow me to continue Doing that um, Same mistake And then now You sit down there And just say You know Just throw it at me In one lump mm. And then I'm just sitting here Feeling so worthless You know and, and you know, I, when I'm listening to you and all that, I'm just thinking of the times when people are giving me fa- feedback. At the end of the day, it's always the person with the good intention that I will go the extra mile for. A- a- as in, like, even if it was, uh, the, the, the feedback was like an, an area to improve and I know that person came from a good place, I would, you know, would listen with open ears and an open heart you know mm. that's, that's one of the things if I were to say anything um, and when the person comes from that point of perspective uh, they may be the person may not like it for a moment but if I, I or I may not like it for a moment but I know that the person has my best interest at heart I will take it graciously I find that that at the end of the day definitely right how you know rather than it be sugar coated and all that but if a person comes because they care that, that's one of the things Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. So how can, with, with that in mind, how can organisations foster a healthy feedback culture? First of all, it has to start from the top. Mm. Uh, I know of a lot of CEOs that say, oh, no, we welcome feedback and all that. And then when the people go and give them feedback, they can't receive it. Because mm. uh, ego is that what you think I'm not good enough, they feel threatened and mm. all that, mm. right? So it has to be a will from 
the C-suite, from the senior mm. management team to actually foster the feedback culture. Now, you just imagine if the CEO has an open-door policy and says anybody can come in to my room, anybody, even the office boy can come into the room and give me some constructive feedback or tell me how things can be improved. If he has that kind of attitude, don't you think so the rest be, are going to follow suit? It'll be filtered down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be filtered down. And mm. he tell people, if I can have that kind of attitude and go down to the ground and let you know, talk to people, why aren't you doing it? No, mm. CEO can say, okay, I'm going to do a walkabout once or twice a week. I'm going to go down to the office floor or wherever and talk to the people, just talk to some random people, collect feedback. I want you all to do the same. Mm. I want to have, say, a weekly or fortnightly or monthly meeting for you to tell me what is the feedback you have gained. So you tell me if he has done that. Um, and, and the feedback, and you can teach the people how to give feedback in mm. an elegant and in a non-personal way, la, non, not complaining. So you tell people, you come and complain, 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 but you don't give any some constructive ideas on how we can improve, we're not going to receive it. If you come with a feedback on something that's wrong, give us some ideas on how you think we can improve it. Now, it doesn't mean that only good ideas and innovation can only come from the top level. It can come from young people are full of ideas. Mm. And sometimes it's simple things like, you know, the office boy can come and give you or the, the tea lady can come and give you some uh, feedback about, you know, how we should interact with each other or, you know, you're going to have a team building for the organization. They can tell you, like, what do we like, you know? Mm. So that sort of thing, right? So you also need to create a regular system for feedback. Back. Not a rigid one, mm. but a regular system. Like maybe every month have a uh, you know coffee morning with some of the employees mm. or nasi lemak breakfast and interact and just ask them and then just open, accept all the feedback, yeah. right? Another thing that you could do is um, you need to have multiple channels for feedback because different personalities, some people won't speak up. Mm. You put them in a room of 10 people They'll saying, be, any feedback? Oh, dear money, you know? But some people might may be able to sort of email you some feedback or WhatsApp you some feedback or, you know, have a... But you always tell people, if, if you create a safe and secure environment, people will put their name to the feedback. Yeah. But if you're going to penalize people for the feedback, huh, then people are not going to put their name to it. Huh? Mm. Okay? So you need the, a flat organizational structure makes it easier. Mm. No, but sometimes, you know, in our organizations here, we have so much of hierarchy. Eh? The person, some ordinary random executive has an idea, he has to give it to his boss. And then his boss might not communicate it up or boss might communicate and take credit for it. So, you know, you need to give credit to the people. You need to appreciate the feedback that is given and thank the person. And then if you're not going to use the feedback, still thank the person for that, for having the courage to come up and give a rationale for why you're not using it. Yeah. Because you say 10 people give you feedback and you don't use any of it, and people yeah. after that are tired, ah, what's the point? Lah? This company asks for feedback and then they never do anything about it. It's just a big eyewash. Mm. So you need to tell people, okay, we, we value this feedback and maybe at some point in the future, we might be able to implement when you know things are better, but right now it's a bit tough. Mm -hmm. So, But we are KIVing all these feedback and thank you. So you, you just have that. And, and it doesn't have to be formal. You can Come out of the lift, you know, or when you're, you know, a manager in the lift, you can just talk to some people and yeah. ask them for some feedback about something, you know. Yeah. Mm. Okay, and, and no, so when I, I'm, I'm listening to this, you know, like words like uh, grace, gratitude, mm. healthy, safe, secure, you know, mm. you know, these are, I think, at the end of the day, these are the words that the person um, we should bear in mind when giving, when when giving or receiving feedback, you know, especially that that 
probably underlying all of it. That's how we should feel. Uh, exactly. And, yeah. Now, so do you have any specific techniques for giving feedback elegantly? That's another good word in a in a work context. Okay. I think first of all, all feedback should focus on the behavior, mm-hmm. never on someone's character or attitude. Right. It should always focus on the behavior. For example, instead of telling someone, uh, you are very impunctual. Uh, mm. Okay, you go and tell that person, listen, this month you have been late twice every week or three times every week. Mm-hmm. Okay, or you have missed your deadlines five times this month. It's measurable, yeah. And you can show the person the evidence of their behavior that is not uh, meeting expectations. Mm-hmm. And then, secondly, it has to be very specific. One behavior, one feedback. Don't lump on like three different ah. types of behavior and then just one one thing. One, ah. Let's just address one thing. Huh? Yeah, so that fella doesn't feel that like he's being victimized. So everything I do also is wrong. Huh? You're just picking on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it must have a clear purpose. Mm-hmm. All right? So instead of there are a number of things you need to do that need improving, state one behavior at a time and it has to be a purpose i'm giving you this feedback because you know i want to see an improvement or a change not simply to just come there and make you feel bad about yourself that should never be the intention to undermine someone else by throwing stuff at them so that you feel better and superior you get what I'm saying? I get it. I yeah, get I'm it. sure you've been at the receiving end yes, of that kind of yes, behavior, yes, right? Yes, yes. And then as we discussed earlier, it has to be timely. Lah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you give the behavior at that time when it needs, when it's been done and to, to effect a positive um, change rather than months later. All right? And this is also on a personal level, lah, you know what I mean? You and you don't like look at your partner or family member and all the things they're doing, collect, 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 and then one day <laughs> one just day, yeah? hunt them yeah. like that and they're like reeling from, oh my God, I never knew you felt this way. Why didn't you tell me? Well, and well, thanks, well, your fault. Lah, you what know? is it that people say? What, what, uh, uh, memory of an elephant. Ah, that's why. It all comes out. Eh? Archaeologists, <laughs> lah, dig, 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 everything right down to the smallest little particle, you know. I always tell people when they're doing that, why do you want to be an archaeologist or an architect? architect. You know, right? So and so, I actually have a formula. Okay, for positive feedback mm-hmm. first. Huh? first of all, you go to the person and talk about the behavior. You know, the other day you did that. You know, proposal in time and all that, and uh, it was really very well done, and it was had a really good impact. So the first is the behavior, second is the effect. It had a really really good effect on the client. They came back with really positive feedback, and we got the deal. You know, without having to go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. You know, for a job well done and. Keep it up, you know. So the person knows exactly what you did. Instead of walking by the desk, patting on the back and say, "Hey, you did a good job, lah," and the guy is wondering which job, ah, yeah, right. right? Yeah. So he doesn't know how to replicate, lah. No. Mm-hmm. Now the other one is formula for constructive feedback. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's first of all, it's it's the acronym is B E E R. Okay, okay, okay. I remember what. that. You remember <laughs> that, yeah. So um, so it's B behavior. Talk about the behavior. You know when you um come unprepared for a meeting, for example. You know, the other day you came unprepared for the client meeting. So the effect is we look unprofessional in front of the client. Mm-hmm. All right? We look unprofessional in front of the client and they were not very impressed. Lah. Okay? So behavior, effect. The next thing, the other E is the expectation. Mm-hmm. All right? What is your expectation? So in future, you need to be prepared. You need to be maybe briefers 
or you need to have all your facts together before the meeting commences so that and what is the result impact of that is the result so that we look professional in front of the client we're able to go there give them a really good uh, presentation of our proposal and clinch the deal so in future this is what i expect so behavior the negative effect of the behavior your expectation and if they do that expected behavior what is going to be the positive result right and i think like in that way also you are explaining to them why uh you know this behavior is expected because like so and yeah. so such and such right uh, okay that's right, right. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, this is very interesting. Uh, this feedback always a very sensitive topic, especially the workplace. Uh, we we want we have to do it, but we're too scared to do it. Mm. I think it always comes back to the management, mm. Frida. Right. They must have the confidence to be secure enough in their positions mm. and one of the reasons is you know sometimes people are put into positions because of their technical competencies and skills mm-hmm. but not because of their leadership or management skills right. so you find that someone who's a great at sales gets promoted to sales manager right. or, or someone who knows how to like maybe get managed clients or somebody gets promoted yep. to you know some client management manager whatever right. but he doesn't necessarily know how to manage his own people right. or the sales manager might not know how to teach people right. or, or you know manage their feelings their expectations mm. uh, you know have the the, the competencies of uh, leadership competencies required right. so in 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 as much as companies need to promote people based on competencies they also need to equip them with leadership and management skills yeah. how do you coach people how do you give feedback teach them to be emotionally intelligent yes. discuss i think that's that's when you go into a, uh, more management of people that would probably be the key skill absolutely and a topic for next month possibly yes mm. eq and leaders huh? good right. idea okay there <laughs> right. you go uh, thanks for being with us again of course you'll be here the last monday of next month uh, sheila singham from human equation this is enterprise bfm 89.9 thank you for listening to this podcast to find more great interviews go to bfm.my or find us on itunes BFM 89.9, The Business Station.